Hello everybody, welcome to the latest edition of the Pierce of Mind podcast, coming to you live from Salt Lake City, Utah. We got a great show to it today, as we are going to close out the NFL season and open up uh, some discussion about the AAF, where we'll discuss a little bit of the NBA tread deadline and what didn't happen in the NBA, as AD is still where he started the week. Uh, and I'm not going to do that alone. With me today are two of my good friends from the Buckeye State, the Axeman Kevin Tenney, the coach Gary Black. Guys, how you doing? We're up and running today. Things haven't hit a shithole yet, but it's a long night and th- anything can happen. <laughs> the night is young. Yeah, it is young. And I know Gary is pumped today. Gary, the only one not sporting his AAF hat yet, but that's Okay. <laughs> Hey man, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> hey, I passed. Listen, I passed out at school again yesterday, and I still found a way to get my hat today. Um, Bro, I'm on. I'm in the process of designing a full camo Lakeview Bulldogs hat. All right, I like That's it. Way more important to me than an AAF hat. Full, full cam. I can't get into the camo. I don't understand it, bro. I know, like, maybe it's because I'm not a hunter or, like, an outdoorsman or several other things. Well, my plan is actually to buy a whole bunch of them and then sell them during the salute to service for the NFL, but it'll be for the local high school football team. Now, see, now you got to turn and make me look like an asshole, like, oh, I'm doing some charitable work. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, we might have Brian or uh, Gary's favorite friend, uh, Eric, on. Fuck him. If they show up, we'll uh, keep our eyes open for him. But until then, we are going to just keep moving forward. And we did have the NFL, end of the NFL season happen, the Super Bowl, uh, just last week. Was it last week? Yes, last week, right? Seems like a lot longer ago. Well, it was a shitty Super Bowl, so... Well, yeah, so let's get into that a little bit. Um, I know a lot of people seem to, like, are saying that the Super Bowl's bad. Um, I get it was slow. I get it was very defensive. I didn't think it was terrible. Uh, I kind of enjoyed it. What was so, I mean, just, I guess what was so bad about it? I didn't say bad. I said boring. Okay, what was boring? Like, do you not, I thought you would like, I thought you would appreciate good, uh, defensive football the only good defensive football that was being played was by the la rams that was horrible offense by the la rams i don't think that the patriots defense really played all that well that offensive line for the rams should be ashamed of themselves sometimes i just don't understand you my friend (laughs) i'm on the same boat i sat there and i thought it was a boring game and then i was like no it was a defensive game which i like but i started for whatever reason, they were re-showing on NFL Network the other night, and I started watching it again, and then I went to bed early because, yeah, I was right the first time. It was just – it was bad offenses. I mean, Patriots offense obviously did more than the Rams, but not by much. I mean, it was – it was it was just so bad. And Goff – I mean, they did what they had to do. Whether they had uh, Gurley or not, they had no run game, and – uh, Goff cannot beat you. He's not there yet, and that showed because he was over, he was underthrown majority of the game, and then he had a couple overthrows. And I mean, even the touchdown that they missed, where 
the guy was wide open in the back of the end zone. I mean, if he throws a better ball, that's a touchdown. But he just lobbed it up there and let it take forever because there's no way McCordy should have made it over there in time to knock that ball out. No, absolutely just, not. It was just horrible offense. And then the sacks. He, they were in field goal range and got knocked out so many times because instead of just throwing the ball away, he stood there and got hit. And, yeah, it was just so bad. And, I mean, the secondary for the pay, or for the Rams, they had a horrible game too. Uh, Toledo played horrible. Yeah, and I, I will give credit to the New England offense. Um, they were scrappy, and they were actually fighting up against a team that was actually playing defense. Um, and Bum Phillips showed up. That dude had the best coaching performance of the day, even though they lost. Because let's face it, if Bum's Phillips, if, if Wade Phillips, the son of Bum, I'm sorry, Wade Phillips, if his defense only gives up 13 points throughout the entire season, the Rams win the game. That that's just what happened all year long. So, and then the the New England offense was scrappy. Uh, Edelman came up big, and that part of it was okay. It's just every time the Rams would go on offense, I'm like, well. It's four and out, three and out, six and out. It, it, that team should not have been in the Super Bowl. I don't. I don't honestly think like golf was ready for the show. Like if you look at even the pregame, that guy was shaking all over the place. I'm not like hating on golf. I think he's going to be a great player. I think he had a great season, but I, just, I think it was too big for him this particular time around. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, even the pregame sucked <laughs> for it. Cause I, got, <laughs> I got so bored. Like, I should have known there. Because I started watching on NFL Network, and they did some cheesy thing where all the analysts had said how the Patriots were done. This was the season they were done, except for Willie McGinnis, because he was a Patriot. So, of course, he was still a Patriot. So they had it where he was the king, and everyone had to wear some, like, scrub thing to make him look like a peasant. And had to, they had to apologize for what they said bad about the Patriots. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm done watching NFL Network for today. Yeah. And then CBS came on, and then I was like, that was boring. So I was like, I'm going to go see a movie. <laughs> it's like, I should have just known. Like, the whole day was just horrible. And yeah. then it's like, the game starts, and then, like, it's horrible. Then halftime, and that was atrocious. And then the second half. And, I mean, the final, like, eight minutes of it wasn't bad. And that was just because yeah. – the Rams still had a shot by some odd miracle. And I mean, it was just so, so bad, but Hey, at least Edelman is a hall of famer now. That's all I got. Thank you. Thank you for the segue. <laughs> I'm going to stand on my fucking soap, my old stick soapbox for a second. Oh, I fucking no. hope you're watching. <laughs> Julian Edelman is not a hall of famer. People stop it. Stop it. Every single person that says Julian Edelman is a Hall of Fame wide receiver right now in his career, you're a victim of the moment. You need to go lay down for a little bit, okay? You were sipping on mommy's wine a little bit too much. Calm it the fuck down. He could be a Hall of Fame wide receiver in four or five years if he can keep compiling the stats. And maybe if he actually gave one of those playoff performances that everybody wants to freak out about, maybe in the regular season once or twice. Because I'm telling you right now, if Julian Edelman plays on any other offense in this National Football League, he does not have those playoff stats. Julian Edelman is talented, yes. He is also a big result of Tom Brady. When you're with Tom Brady, you go to the playoffs. 
when you're in the playoffs, you're going to pile up stats. It's not rocket science. And I'm sorry, we don't hand out Hall of Fames for clutchness. We don't. You have to compile an actual career. Give me four or five more years of what you've been doing, and I'll revisit it. But if you retired right now, you're not even in the Hall of Fame in my book because there's a, a lot of guys out there who haven't been put in the Hall of Fame yet who are better than you. And I only gave two examples the other day of Isaac Bruce and Tory Holt. I could keep going. Yeah, um, before I respond to this, I just want everyone to know we've got some new tools here that let us kind of do some polling. So, so we're doing a uh, Facebook poll right now. If you think the Super Bowl was good, give us a thumbs up on Facebook. If you thought it was bad, give us an angry face. We'll get those results in as they come in live. And also, if you want to be part of the show, you can um, hit us up on Facebook live and give us some comments there. We will see those come right into the show automatically. On Twitter, if you'll at Pierce of Mine, um, that will allow us to bring your tweets in live to the show. So just some exciting tools I'm really trying to get uh, wrapped up into the show here. Uh, but I cool. do, I, yeah, it is pretty cool. That's one of the, some of the cool stuff that we got coming down the pipeline. I know there's been a lot of frustration about uh, just kind of the show, show's been a little choppier lately, uh, and it might be that way for the next couple of weeks as I work out the kinks in this new software. But it's going to give us the flexibility to do so much more with the show. Anyways, that being said, let's get back to the Super Bowl. Uh, not Super Bowl, but Gary's. Um, element situation i think and overall you guys are right we need to pump the brakes on a lot of these players and look up some stats and compare them to guys that we know are probably gonna be hall of famers like locks and or actual hall of famers and i think gary you might have posted some of that and i know i've seen some of that posted on facebook this week that edelman just doesn't match up when it comes to super bowl two hall of fame numbers that the guys who are are in are going to definitely be in and uh, so we do need to pump our brakes, but I think it's a lot of the younger kids today. They get, and I'm part, like, I get wrapped up in this. I think it's because I'm around college students all day long, is I get wrapped up in the same thing. Is It's that instant moment, like, oh, Edmund had a great game. I, 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 I'm even to the point where I don't think he should have been MVP. I think that it should have been Gilmore, if anybody, uh, or, or, or a Patriots defensive player. The Patriots defense, someone on that defense should have been the MVP, not Edelman. Gary, you obviously disagree. <laughs> it should have been either punter from either team. That's who the MVP should have been. Really? Why, why do you say that? Well, first, Changed the punter my mind. for the uh, Patriots broke the longest punt record in a Super Bowl, and both of them punted so many times, and I'm not even kidding. The net punts by those guys had to be well over 45 yards each. They were actually punting out of their mind the whole game. Yeah. Didn't the Patriots pin them inside the five like twice or something like that off of punts? And that guy's the one who broke the – I'm pretty sure the Patriots punter. I'm sorry that I don't remember what your name is, homie, but you're a punter, so calm it down. Wow. (laughs) But he he had a great game. Did you just say you're a punter, calm it down? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) <laughs> yeah we're back on track there's the gary i know and love <laughs> not the grouchy old man i who was simple don't takes. don't oh, yeah. <laughs> that's those are trigger words now <laughs> you got some ptsd from those and you're like, oh, oh, dude, you have no idea i think it's pretty funny actually 
Um, so let's talk about this season, guys. Let's kind of wrap up this NFL season because I think Super Bowl's here. It happened. It wasn't definitely probably one of the. It wasn't the most exciting. Any, I don't think it was top ten most exciting. Nothing special. I think is coming out of this except for people are whining. But I do want to talk about like a couple of things as we wrap up the year here. And the first one I go is want to ask both of you guys is what are you going to remember from this season? What stood out to you that that you're going to like, you know, five years from now going to be like, oh yeah, 2018 was the season of X. What is that for you guys? Go ahead, mine's Kevin. The, mine's the Steelers letdown. I mean, that's my team. So of course that's what I'm going to remember because I could care less about the Patriots. So I'll know he has six, but I ain't going to remember that. But yeah, it's the Steelers letdown. You're sitting there at seven, two, and one. You basically have the division wrapped up, and then you just completely go to shit. You Roethlisberger the shit out of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he did. I don't know about Roethlisberger. I'd go with Tom. Well, I was gonna say Roethlisberger in a bathroom. The Steelers the shit out of that. But. Kevin, how many weeks had I back to back say, "Oh, it doesn't matter. The Steelers probably have this locked up unless they really f up." And yeah. then they did I mean, it. It was quite a few because I was on the same page, and they really fucked up. <laughs> like they went out of their way to uh, screw up and mess us up. And uh, yeah. yeah, I think that's a good one. And and I was, you know, I was surprised you went home team, but actually, as you say it, yeah, they were a huge letdown this year. Uh, and I'm not even just saying that because I'm a Steeler hater. Yeah, I know. It's obvious. <laughs> yeah. What about you, um, Gary? I think I've got probably three maybe four major takeaways all right um i'll get i'll get to the the hometown stuff last but i think the first takeaway that i've got is that uh man i just don't have an easy feeling that carson wentz he's uber talented like he's crazy talented i'm not gonna take that away from him i just don't know if that dude's gonna have a very long career like every year that he's been in the league he's been hurt somehow yeah he was hurt the last what the last year that he played college football too i'm just i'm worried if i'm if i'm an eagles fan i'm franchise tagging nick Foles. um the other takeaway is patrick mahomes and by that i mean i think you're about to see a new rivalry in the afc uh and i don't mean like a hatred one i i'm gonna sound like a homer but i don't really care the browns are on their way up and I feel like if in order for the Browns to reach the promised land, the first couple of years, they're going to have to go through Kansas City. So that means that the NFL is going to be marketing the crap out of Baker versus Mahomes. And I think as Browns fans, we're always going to have our you know interdivision rivalries. But I think as Browns fans, we're, we're going to shift and we're really going to start hating the Kansas City Chiefs. Because we if Baker keeps going on his trajectory and Dorsey keeps making the team like he's making it again, these are assumptions, but I feel like those two things are going to happen. The Browns and the Kansas city chiefs are going to be facing each other every year in the playoffs. And we're going to grow to hate each other. Yeah. Um, I think even if you, I mean, even if you go to our game against Kansas city that, you know, they want think about the offensively though, we didn't even have a punt in that game till the fourth quarter, like either team, like, those two battle each other. They did it in college. They go out at each other hard. Uh, so I'm definitely on board with your call there. Go ahead, sir. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, you're good. Um, I, I definitely was. I was taken back by the, the Steelers letdown. I really was. And, and again, Kevin, I'm, that is not because I'm a Steelers hater. It yeah. really did surprise me. Um, but I both. think uh, 
I think James Conner is, is, has a bright future for you guys. So that's something to look up to. Yeah. And then Baker, Baker Mayfield, that that's what I'm going to remember about 2018. Uh, they should have started him from the beginning of the season. And that was evident when he played in the second half of the Jets game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for me, there's a couple of things that is going to jump out at me. Bad refs is probably going to be one of the things that I remember most from this season. Um, obviously not just from the playoffs, but if you just look at this season as a whole, and yes, Cleveland definitely got bit more than one time. If you think about the New Orleans game, even some of the stuff in the Pittsburgh game was questionable. Uh, Raiders game. On both sides of the ball. Yeah, the Raiders game. Raiders game, we got absolutely stolen. But just the overall failure as a system for the refs this year is going to stand out and what I'm going to remember from the season. Um, And then obviously... Uh, yeah, the Browns kind of making that turn, and I'll get a little bit more into that on our next subject. But, yeah, that, that turn was, as somebody, like, well, you've suffered with me, Gary, for, like, the last 20 years. And we, we sucked through it, and we, we weren't Jeff Hackett, so we didn't go and become Sky Rats fans. Um, yeah. So, sorry, I just read a message from Brian. Um, yeah, so... I'm excited for that, and so those are probably the two big things that are going to jump out for me um, for this year. Hey, oh, go ahead. The, the play devil's advocate. Do it. <laughs> which I know you're not going to want to hear, but you got to look at it seriously, is everything with the Browns is looking awesome right now. Yeah, and sure. I like Baker, so you know I'm all about that. And I just want it to be – I would like to see the Steelers-Browns game actually mean something again. I agree. That would be nice. But here goes the got, here goes the white privileges fake news. Look at the no, it's not fake news. But look at the last two times the Browns had good teams. Yeah, Derek Anderson, you guys barely missed the playoffs because Steelers had the tiebreaker, so that's why the Steelers won the division, went to the playoffs, not the Browns that year. Then the next year they were horrible, and then you got to think the year Brian Hoyer. They started off seven and two, seven and three something like that. And then they decided, hey, let's put Johnny Manziel in there. And then they sucked horribly for the next three years. <laughs> so you got to sit there and, you know, I'm hope, like I said, I'm hoping they're making that turn. Obviously, I'd hope they don't take the division from the Steelers yet, but I hope they made that turn so they're consistent, start getting consistent and they're better every year. Yeah, and you know. So it's like you just got to wait. <laughs> no, I, I, listen, I, you're not wrong, Kevin. That's kind of why I prefaced it with, you know, Baker has to stay on the trajectory that he's on and John Dorsey has to continue to build the team like he is because if either one of those two things don't happen, then no, we're, we are kind of the same old Browns, but I do, I, I'm conflicted because I feel like I'm going to say this as the same old Browns fan. This really does feel different this time around, which is why I'm probably a little bit more optimistic than I normally would. And that's probably my problem. I mean, I see what you're saying. I'm, I'm the same way just because of how Baker is. He's that guy that he's not going to put stupid stuff ahead of the team or put it ahead of the game. You know, he's not going to skip out on something to go to Vegas yeah. on the last game. You know, he's he's going to go out there and he wants to win. I mean, he made a plan as simple for the uh, the Ravens game, you know, or the last two games when he sat there and he's like, we're going out to win. You're either with us or you're not, yeah. you know. So, I mean, that's the kind of – definitely something they haven't had in a very long time what's what, what's the great kitchens quote again gary i can't if you remember. don't wear brown and orange you don't matter yeah i love it 
I think why Kevin, I think you're hundred percent. You got to kind of wait to see what next year brings. And I am obviously overly optimistic, but I think one thing that really jumped out at me at the end of the year and it with, especially with kitchens press conference was Jimmy Haslam was all but absent Not involved. <laughs> and to me, that says that he has kind of realized, hopefully that, uh, knock on wood here that he's an owner and he doesn't know everything about football and he's made a lot of shit decisions and he's got a guy making good decisions who had a great draft. And I think pick the right head coach for the right for right now for this team. And, uh, that's why I'm really more optimistic than anything is because of lack of Jimmy Haslam in the picture lately. So did you, did you guys, any, any of you guys read the full article? Yes. And I, I apologize for not being able to remember the guy's name who wrote it. Um, I think the reason why Jimmy Haslam is not out in front and present right now actually has nothing to do with the fact that he realizes he's made a bunch of terrible mistakes. I think he always felt like he was making the right mistake or the right choice in the moment. He's not involved because he's embarrassed, and I'll take it for now. But he needs to realize that he made the right choice by putting Dorsey in charge and letting him be the face. That's the one decision he has to realize he got right. Yeah, that article, the one thing, there was a couple of parts that I really liked about it, but the one that sat there and said, you know, when he bought the Browns, that he wanted to run it like the Rooney's ran the Steelers because he was a minority owner there for a couple mm-hmm. of years or whatever. But, um, yeah, when I read that part, like I remembered he was a part of that ownership for the Steelers, but I'm like, I don't think they allowed him in the team meetings because <laughs> I was like, yes, <laughs> like that resembles the Rooney's at all. Yeah. And so, because uh, I mean, you would think if you want to do that, I mean, the first thing you would want from the Roonies, I mean, the coaching situation, you know, it's like Steelers are like, that's how it's set. You know, we've had three head coaches in 50 years and the Browns have had, oh shit, what, nine and 10 years? You know, it's it's something crazy. I know I'm just throwing higher numbers. I mean, it's probably more like four and six or something ever since he's got there, but it's just like, you think that'd be like the first thing you'd want to take, you know, you don't want to make your coaching decision like a joke. And I mean, and it was a perfect example was when he hired Hugh Jackson, you know, that article sat there and said they voted on it. Yeah. And it was four to one to hire McDermott, who's now the bills head coach. And he was the only one that wanted Hugh Jackson. And after he talked to one of the baseball guys that was like talking him out of Hugh, you know, telling him that he's not the guy, he doesn't fit the mold, and he's like, all right, I won't hire him. Then he goes and gets on his plane and flies to Cincinnati and interviews him as the new head coach. It's like, what the hell, (laughs) you know? You totally went against your entire building, which actually shows me that these analytics guys, minus Sashi Brown, knew what they were doing. Sashi Brown can run a draft room. That's it. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Um... Yeah. So moving on, what was the, what was the, how did I write this? Cause I want to make sure I, the best game you guys watched this year for either one of our teams or not, but was, is there a game wow. that stood out to you? That was like, damn, that was awesome. As a football fan, I love watching this game. Rams, Kansas city, Monday night football. Oh, I almost forgot about that one. Man. Uh, that one is definitely up there. Um, but actually, Kansas City beating the Patriots. Well, that didn't happen, so. Oh, uh, the other way around. I'm sorry. The other way around. 
<laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, <laughs> I missed that game. Yeah, no, 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 the other, the other way around. The other way around. That one, because, yeah, I don't know, there was a lot of hype going into that game. Yeah. Are well, you talking about playoff or are you talking about regular season game? Regular season. Yeah, the regular season game was a lot better. It was high scoring, more interesting. Yep. Tyreek Hill got a beer thrown on him. That made yep. it cool. Yeah, that that was it. Was just that one was a fun football game to watch. Yeah, no, I told. Yeah, that was actually a really good game to watch. Um, for me, there's Cleveland a couple. Denver was up there though. There's a couple. See, that one was not the one that stood out for me for Cleveland, and there's a reason why. And now, for me, it was Aaron Rodgers coming back with what looked like to be a really severe injury. I think it was against the Bears. They were down fourteen or twenty points or something ridiculous. And he led him back to win the game. I mean, obviously, he just Aaron Rodgers did is all he really did. Um, <clears throat> but I loved it. Um, if I'm thinking of a Cleveland game, though, I got to go with uh, the first win. And it was because it was the beginning of the air. It was Johnny Manziel doing what we all agreed he had to do coming into this season. And who? Oh, I said Johnny Manziel again. I know, that's like the third or fourth time I've done it. I apologize, Baker. If Baker Mayfield ever meets you, he's going to stab me in the face. He needs to punch you in the face. And I totally deserve it. I totally deserve it. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, no, but, oh, God, that was terrible. Dear baby Jesus. No, no, but watching Baker come in and doing what we all said he had to do, which was take the team over. He, he couldn't be handed the reins, which maybe he should have been, but. He, in our opinions, which I think we could all agree at the beginning, before the year started, we said if he was going to get it, he had to come and take it. And he did that. And that game, the way he handled that game, uh, just gave me so much more hope moving for the rest of the year and for the future. So that game really stands out. But, yeah, you know, I almost forgot. And it's sad that I forgot about the, was it Kansas City, St. Louis? That was like. Los Angeles, yeah. Los, yeah, Los Angeles. <laughs> What, 56-52 or yeah, something like that? Yeah, ridiculous. Christ Pierce, you're batting a 1,000 tonight. I am. Yeah, you are. See, that's but, what happens. <laughs> but um, if I would throw, I'd like to throw a second game in there. You can do whatever and, you want. Okay. And uh, for me, it would be, surprisingly, it's going to be the Ravens-Browns, the last game of the year. Ooh. I know the Browns lost, but the way that game started, how bad it was looking for them, and then Baker sat there and, brought him back and you know a bad pass at the end cost him but I mean if it wasn't for his play he wouldn't even I mean the Browns wouldn't even been that close in that game yeah. and I just showed the type of player Baker you know can. so those two games in a row where it was them against Denver and then them against the Ravens I I was wrong in the Ravens game obviously but I felt like when Baker had the ball last yeah for the first time that I can remember I felt like oh he's gonna do it like we're actually going to do this. And he's a rookie. I'm not going to kill him for it, but I I had confidence in my football team. All right. What about our new guest? Eric Jensen joins us live uh, today. Eric, how you doing, sir? Good. Did you have a game that stood out to you this year? Um, uh, I would say... Uh, I mean, the the Rams-Chiefs game was pretty memorable. Yeah, and sadly it wasn't for me, and it should have been. It was a great game. Now that everyone's brought it up, I remember watching it. Had a great time watching it, but it just didn't stick with me uh, throughout the season. I think 
more than just a great game, it was a great night on Twitter. Everyone was getting along. Everyone kind of had this shared purpose of watching, and it's one of those times that Twitter becomes like there's a reason it's the best social media tool, in my opinion. And I think that when everyone comes together and kind of gets watching the same thing and everyone has certain takes about the same thing over a condensed amount of time like that, I think that's an excellent kind of unifying force of uh, of our for our country and for like people in general. So I really enjoyed the night in general. I thought it was great. Nice. All right, guys. Um, you got, I don't know if you, if you guys don't have anything else on the NFL. I'm going to we're going to wrap that up. We're going to wrap the NFL up for the year, and at least for this week, and kind of moving forward uh, on the podcast next week and whatnot. We will start talking about obviously next season and you know moves in combine man combine's, combine's coming up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk about was the Alliance of American Football guys. It is, it's here, and I have been, I know I sent out some tweets that I've been watching these, uh, the Alliance Arrival or whatever it is, part one and two. Did you watch those, Gary? Shaking your head there? No, I was shaking my head at somebody else. Oh, hi, somebody else. Uh, Yeah, I I started watching that before I got on here. Did you watch, did you watch them both or just the second one? I'm halfway through, well, most of the way through the first episode. Are they on YouTube? I don't know if they're on YouTube. They're on CBS Sports, and I think they're going to be on the NFL Network, too, later this week. Or, I guess, tomorrow, this weekend. Uh, I, I know they've been re-showing it. I taped it last, well, this morning at, like, 3 in the morning. I saw they were re-showing both of them, so that's when I recorded it. So, All I know is that uh, the Stallions kick off tomorrow, and I'm going to miss it. I have to They kick off Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Sunday. Oh. Really? I thought it was Saturday. What kind of no, sta- what kind of Stallions fan are you? You're already I mean, a part-time Stallions fan. If you don't have a tab on the CBS Sports app, I don't consider you a real sport. I'll be I'll be straight up honest. If I cannot easily find information, Gary, you're shaking your head, but think about it. If you're a consumer and you cannot easily find information for a company, are you more or less likely to pay attention to their product? I think your it point's valid. If you pay attention to it, you're saying you're not going to recognize them as a sport when they're actually out there playing football. I think you're right. You're valid in your comment, Eric. I just disagree with it. I've had no problem finding information and everything I need to know. Like You guys see me tweeting nonstop the past couple of weeks about this league and the things, their TV deals, uh, their schedule, so I, I maybe they're not where you're looking, and I can respect that. But also, like I've had no problem finding them. So I think if you right. want to know about it, you can find it pretty easily. Watch the movie then. All right, and that's Eric not being part of the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, where, where have you found the information, Pierce? All over the place. I mean, I'm on AAF.com. I found stuff on ESPN. I've I've been all over. Like they're there. It's okay. They're oh, at this point, I get my ESPN from Pierce. Yeah, and Gary's getting it from me, so I should be an affiliate for the. <laughs> I should be getting. I, I've reached out to the Stallions to try to get any kind of like possibility of an interview, even from like you know the Water Boy. 
Um, I'm really excited about this league, guys. I think we've been talking about it now the last year. Um, I think I've been really hyped about it. I've been hyping it. But then I've like as you start to see like how this league is coming about, and you look at how every other league has went wrong, especially the XFL and its original uh, outing. They're doing everything right. They're not promising huge ratings. They, you know, uh, Ebersol has came out and said, "Hey, we're going to have weeks where we have crappy weed, uh, weed. We're going to have crappy ratings. We're going to have weeks where you know we might have a bad game." But it's all about, you know, the long game. They're playing the long game. They've got, and I think you you look at them having the TV deals with TNT this past couple of weeks they've signed. BR, which I don't know what they're about. Uh, but also. That's Bleacher Report. Okay. Bleak, all right. Thank you, Eric. I didn't know that. They got Bleacher Report. But then the big one, the big one that tells me that this, this league has a real shot of sustainability is the NFL Network. And having games on there, and that means that the NFL is buying into this on some level. But uh, don't go too far. Makes, that kind of makes me think that the NFL is going to, at some point, use this as a developmental league, which well, is not a bad thing. Well, that's what their plan is. Like, the league itself, every one of these contracts has an NFL out clause. And if you get called up to a training camp or you get called up to an NFL team, it's, a, it's an out no problem. So they want to be a feeder league to the NFL. They want to be that second chance. Um, that's what they're selling. They're not selling. They have no desire to compete with the NFL. They so want that, that, to be. That's the bigger takeaway here. Pierce, Go ahead. Is, is it isn't necessarily that the NFL. Apologize. Don't want to interrupt you, Gary, but I got to bounce. Uh, might be back in in, in a second. I, I'm sorry. I got to deal with some stuff here. I'm sorry, Gary. Uh, love you, man. Uh, have a good night. Say hi to your mom. I mean, okay, I will. She's a lovely woman. <laughs> All right, let's go, guys. Let's go. All right, everybody, let's move on. Oh, my God, that could have got south so fast. All right, here we go. The bigger thing is, is that the NFL isn't trying to crush the AA, the Alliance of American Football. Yeah. Um, they're, I, they're, they're letting them on the NFL Network, which is huge. They're yeah. not – the NFL isn't going to back them yet, right? They need a season sure. or two under their belt. But uh, the fact that they're just outright not trying to crush them, I think, is the bigger message. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I 100% agree. I think the, I think, well, I think the NFL is definitely keeping its options open, right, on this league, and seeing what it's going to be. As long as they don't get Donald Trumpy, and I only say that because Donald Trump is the reason that the. Uh, USFL ended up being destroyed because he tried to compete with the NFL. Be be great. Be that great off-season football league where you can start filling, you know, 20,000, 30,000 seats stadiums and filling that need that I think a lot of us have a football not ending uh, in February. Um, yeah. I'm I mean, ex- they, I think they put a lot of smart people at the right positions. I yeah. mean, Bill Polian, I think, is like the smartest thing they could have done. I mean, Dude, that's that a great huge. guy to have on board and then have him run in the league, you know, because it's just like, because, you know, what he did with the Colts, the Panthers, and especially the Bills, you know. So, I mean, he has a, that awesome track record. And then just like some of the former players they brought in, whether they're coaching like Vicks down in Atlanta as a QB coach or whatever, and then like Paul Amalu and Hines Ward are in the office. And then like the coaches they brought in, 
Yeah. You know, you got Spurrier, you got Singletary, Rick Neuheisel, Mike Martz. I mean, they got a handful of really good experienced coaches. Yeah. And uh, the only thing that's kind of a down, I think, was a bad thing was uh, they have Jeff Fisher in charge of, like, competition strategy or something. Oh. So that's kind of a little bit of a – I don't well, know. Actually, he was really good at that. He, he was good at that stuff. Yeah, he was good at being mediocre. So, I mean, that's what you want for a new <laughs> startup coach. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, hey, you know, whatever. Um, but <laughs> I like, I think they're going in the right direction. But the thing I'm kind of wondering, I haven't made, I don't know if they said it in the program and I haven't looked it up. I don't know. But do they actually have like team owners or is it just like the league owns all the teams? Because they were talking like they were just bringing coaches in and they're like, Hey, where would you want? Or, you know, I think you'd fit here because they talked to Spurrier. I saw that part of on the show and Spurrier sat there and said that he would be interested if he could have Orlando and they hadn't even had Orlando officially signed yet. And then until later that day, and then he got Orlando. So it's like, they're just picking coaches and assigning them. So I, I think they're doing the smart thing and the league is putting teams in cities. And then as this thing grows, they're going to let ownership groups come in and buy these teams. Yeah, I, I didn't think, think of that. That'd be smart. I think that is where their what their plan is. They own every team right now. They're getting it up and running. They're getting a good infrastructure. They're setting it, you know, to be the most successful that it can be. And then they're going to dominate from there. I yeah, think no, no individual agendas when having ownerships at owners at startup. And I think if you look at their app, which which Embersaw said they're just going to, it's going to be a slow leak on the app. And if you watch the show, you'll see that today. Um, and meaning that, yes, like right now it's fairly basic, but it's kind of cool. So what they've done is they have chips in the footballs and they have RFID chips in every player's shoulder pads. So on the app, you can literally watch, like, you know how NFL had, like, say you look at NFL Network or ESPN and they go, and you can watch the game cast. Right, it's got the ball. Like, oh, it went thirty yards. No, like this is literally like live every play. You can see who's doing what, where they went. Uh, but the long term goal of this app is you're going to be able to play fantasy in a whole different way. Like, not only going to be able to follow your team, but you're going to be like, tomorrow we'll be able to sit here and earn points, right, by picking what play might be next. So they've taken 50 years of data from the NFL, plugged it into this system, and they are starting to be able to do this predictive stuff where tomorrow, and I know I'm repeating myself and I apologize, tomorrow we'll be able to uh, kind of call the play before it happens. Yeah, so they'll be like, oh, is it going, are they going to the middle? Are they going to throw deep? Whatever. And we'll be able to earn points on our on our you know, personal deals long-term by like the end of the season, you're going to be able to bet on every play. So if you want to bet, we'll say cheap, right? A dollar that the next play is going to be a run and you're going to get X odds. You can do that. They've got a three-year deal with MGM to be the solo betting entity for them. And for gamblers, like that's going to be a big deal. We might not say that might be the reason this league sticks around. Yeah. Right there. I know they've been, they are, and when that's the great thing is though is when you own everything, I don't think you could get that in the NFL because you gotta get so many owners to approve it, and it's just a it's a hassle. It's bureaucracy at its worst. Where when you own everything, so, you could do everything. I need you. I need you to. Uh, I need you to do me a favor, Matt. Yeah. I might be switching teams. Oh yeah. It's gonna depend on how you answer this question. I need you to tell me where Zach Mettenberger is playing. 
Oh, I know this. I want to say... Oh, God. Okay, I'm going to look this up. I don't remember. But whatever team Christian Hattenberg is on, because if I remember right, they're on the same team. Well, Mettenberger's going to beat him. A is on your Memphis Express. Is he? Yep. Is it America? I picked the right team. For the There's Me- your league MVP right there. Ooh. What about Joe? Oh, was it yeah. Johnson? They got John Johnson. Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson's not terrible. And then uh, oh, who's the other guy whose name popped out at me when I was watching Christian that? Christian Hackenberg? No, he didn't jump out at me. I'm not saying he shouldn't. I'm just saying he didn't. Well, if he jumps out at you, it's because he's terrible. Terrible. <laughs> Christian Hackenberg is bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's had better days, right? Yeah, when he was in college, and that was mediocre too. It was. Um. Well, I did see that uh, a local boy, Davion Smith. He's on Orlando's team. Ooh. Yeah, yeah I saw he's down there. Um, Davion and, Smith can play. Yeah, so this might be what he needs to get a chance. Because I mean, in the NFL, I mean, he got drafted by my my aunt, or he got picked up by Miami. Yeah. And so they have Drake and somebody else. I mean, that was a tough spot for him. So then they got rid of him. I think he was on the practice squad the whole year last season. And yeah. then this past season, right before the season started, the Redskins signed him. And it's like they had Adrian Peterson and three other running backs before everyone started getting hurt. So he didn't last there for even the practice squad. So, yeah, this is definitely what he needs. You know, the, if he's going to have a shot, this is going to be his, you know, his chance to help him out. So it'll be interesting because it's like I saw him because I was looking – because. At first, I just went through and I looked at all the quarterbacks, and then I looked to see Ohio State and West Virginia players. And then after that, I was like, well, let's go see if there's anyone I actually know <laughs> that I've heard of. And, like, uh, Bernard Robinson, he's playing for Atlanta. Oh, good so, for him. So he's got a shot. Uh, your guys' favorite running back, Trent Richardson, he's playing for the Birmingham team. I saw that. Yeah. Oh, I would love him on the Memphis because he's going to – listen, Trent's going to do good in this league, guys. He's not going to be an all-star, but he's going to do good in this league. We'll see. I mean, he did okay in the Canada League, but, I mean, Manziel looked pretty decent up there, too, so that doesn't say much. Is Manziel going to end? But here, is Josh... He can't. He's got a felony, bro. That's XFL. Is is Josh Gordon going to end up in this league? Uh, if he's suspended by the NFL, he can't play in this league. Oh, is that a rule? I'm, I'm almost positive that that is a rule. Ooh. I did not know that rule. Look at that. Gary teaching me something new. Hey, he'll be all right uh, until he's got to pawn his Super Bowl ring and buy drugs or whatever. So, And there we go. And now we've gone completely. There's <laughs> there's the Gary. Hey, I'm just <laughs> there's saying. There's the Kevin I know and love. You know. By the way, I was being sincere when I told Eric to say hi to his mom. I wasn't trying to be an asshole. Yeah, I know that's were. who was in the back. Well, I was trying to be an asshole to him, but not to his mom. Uh-huh. You just say whatever you think makes you feel good. <laughs> and yeah, I'll say we saw that smile you had, and he didn't know what to say. Yeah, it's I didn't. As soon as you said that, I was like, "Oh God, no!" Let's just <laughs> please. Let's just. We all. Well, at least he waited till that. As soon as you asked him what his favorite game was, and he took that long pause and that little chuckle and took that drink. I was like, "Is he?" Well, I was like. What's he getting ready to say? Because <laughs> I was like, this is going to go downhill really quick. Yeah. I'm was... pretty sure he knew he was getting on my nerves more and more, too. He was only here for five seconds. <laughs> no, with the exhale and the taking the drink and smiling. He knew oh, what yeah. he was doing. 
I told you, like I said, he's going to try to bait. Hey, Gary, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yes, you did, you fucker. <laughs> I love my life so much. I don't, I, it's just, I can't tell you what to do with your show. I just, I don't like him. You guys are best friends, and I know At least that. something's going on this week. Yeah. This, this week's episode. Yeah, I agree that. What do you guys... Oh, that's... Sorry, I got on Eric tangent. What do you guys think about this league, and do you hear that they're going to have a Sky Ref up in the box? No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, I so did not hear that. check this out. The ref can call, like, so say there's, like, a, a helmet-to-helmet that the they missed on the field. This dude could call down and go, hey, helmet-to-helmet on such-and-such, such, 15 yards, bam. It's like... Kim called him the, uh, what she called him, the God Cam. <laughs> that was my wife's. Good one, Kim. Yeah, I think yeah. she did a great job there. Hey, you... I have to warn you. <clears throat> if you see a name on Facebook or Twitter of uh, Jimmy Zapka yeah. come up, do not engage. Okay. Do not engage. I don't know what, why. I, I can't explain it while we're on the air. Okay. Just do not engage. I got you. All right, do not engage. I'm on it. Anyway, so what do you think about the God Cam idea? Having an extra ref on up there, and if within, it's reviewable, I'm good with it. And with it, and within the last five minutes, if you had a situation like they had in New Orleans, where that obvious pass interference, he could call down and go, "Hey, you missed a pass interference. Hmm. Call it." But that's only in the last five minutes, so it's not like he can't do that the whole game. He. The basically up until the last five minutes, I think it's more of a safety, like looking for the, like the head to heads and stuff. And okay. we'll we'll figure out more this weekend, I guess. But at five minutes and in, he can see more of that. Oh, that was a pass interference that we clearly missed. Fix that. Is my Memphis playing this weekend? Oh yeah, everybody yeah, plays this weekend, dude. I'm I'm got, I'm getting kind of amped up now. I think they play Sunday afternoon, dude. I'm telling you, Mettenberger is league MVP, man. I'm telling you. What's I don't even. He now? might not That's even be the starting quarterback. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me, Mettenberg. Here, let's look at the. I'm gonna look at the schedule. I'm on AAF.com for anyone. No, I. I actually, I did like Mettenberger when he was at uh, at LSU. Sunday at four, Memphis plays. Okay. Also, they're the yeah, early l- game. I'm, listen, I'm. I am getting ahead of myself, but I do think the kid's pretty talented. You know, he just might not have the head to play in the NFL. That's all. It's not bad. He was on the Steelers. Yeah, no, he's not terrible. Last year? I don't remember. But, yeah, he was on the Steelers for a while. He didn't look too bad. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Sorry. Pierce, I need, need like, a top – give me a top ten list of players, and I don't care what teams they're on. I mean, is there a list that you can look up? I'm sure there is. Like, you just want, like, top top AAF prospects? Yeah. Biggest names in AAF or whatever you want to call it. I'm intrigued. Trent Richardson, okay. man, that's <sighs> I have mixed feelings about Trent Richardson. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, when I went through my team, there's only two guys I actually heard of that I could remember, and that was uh Trevor Knight, quarterback out of Texas A and M. Yeah. Um I don't even uh, that's the other thing. The other two guys I have no idea who they are, but they're in a depth chart, so I don't even know who the freaking starting quarterback is. So I'll find oh, that out. So. Wait, there's depth charts. I, I looked on Arizona. I couldn't find one for Arizona. All the Wait. other teams had one. Trevor oh. Knight, that's the one that Katy Perry had a crush on, right? Yes, that's yeah, it. Only that's reason I know who the hell he is. Yeah. And uh, they have Scooby Wright, 
on the team, so I knew. Oh, that. yeah, he's on so, the Arizona team. Yes, so they got him. And the only other guy that I picked out, I just liked his name, Chunky Clement. <laughs> he's a defensive tackle, of course. So sure I was like, is. I'm going to root for that guy. <laughs> Maybe he'll join uh, Booger in the booth in Monday Night Football. Yeah, I can't yeah, get we got Chunky and Booger. <laughs> Memphis Express. Express roster. I think, oh man, I'm I'm getting pumped about this league more and I'm more. Getting excited. I mean, listen, I'm I'm an NFL guy, and I'm not going to change that. But yeah. you give me something that looks close to the NFL when the NFL's not playing. Sign me up. And it, so they and here's the thing: so to test their uh, all their gear, right? They've had I think they had one preseason game each team. Yeah. And uh, I will say Arizona did have three rushing touchdowns in that game. So it looks like they're going to be a powerhouse running team. They're favored right now. Arizona's the favorite in Vegas to win the first season, the inaugural season. Oh, wow. Good for them. And then followed by Salt Lake City. Now, I will say by picking Memphis, you've definitely clung to your Browns roots as they are second to last uh, in Vegas <laughs> to win it all. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm putting a disclaimer out there that I am only a Memphis fan until Columbus gets a team. Okay, it looks like Troy Cook is going to be the starting quarterback of your Memphis Express. Who the hell is Troy Cook? I don't know. Well, I'm just... That's pretty crazy since you got two quarterbacks that were at least in the NFL. Actually, yeah, they were in the NFL. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading this wrong, but. Now you got to look. Is it – are the numbers out of order? Because I know when I kept checking Arizona, it was all in order by numbers. So if it's in order by numbers, more than likely. Oh, this doesn't even have any numbers. Oh no, I apologize, Gary. I don't know. This is an alphabetical order. Yeah, because that was where it was a pain. Like a depth chart, homie. I'm looking, man. They don't have a thing that just says depth chart. So some of them, if you went to the team page, it would say depth chart, and you'd have to click on it. I wonder if it's on the app. Let me check. Not all the teams had that. Let me check the app. Do they have what? So, is there? Have you heard anything? Is like there is there future expansion into other cities next season? So I don't know about next season, but they definitely. Again, this team's not about rushing, so they're doing it where this is kind of sure. this is where the XFL, in my opinion, and this league are on two different paths because the XFL has already bought like twenty cities worth of websites, and so they're prepping for big expansion. I think these guys will expand in the next couple of years. I don't know that there's big plans for next year. I think they want to prove their concept, right? And maybe get another I, year. I need an Ohio team though, bro. Oh no. And that's where I'm going to, I won't, if even we get Ohio team, I won't switch. I have to stay. I have to have a team here. I can support. Um, no, you have to stay Salt Lake. Yeah, I have to it be. Makes perfect sense. I got stallion pride. What can I say? Yeah. And I, I mean, call me and Kevin will be with the Ohio team. No, Kevin will stay a hot shot just to piss me off. Obviously, you yeah, don't know Kevin true. and I's relationship, but uh, that's probably true, and Ke- I can't say that yeah. I blame him for it. Kevin's goal is to absolutely make my <laughs> life as miserable as possible. Uh, oh yeah, and be so as you com- better you better hope you guys pull off that win Sunday. Oh yeah, I know. Trust me, <laughs> we gotta find if we got we should you know what we need to find we need to find out if uh, DraftKings is doing a. Oh, Go so ahead. I'm on my phone. I'm doing the podcast on my phone, damn it. <laughs> if you only had. I can tell you. Hey, I just saw Hackenberg's the starting quarterback. Oh, we're going to suck. 
<laughs> and maybe that's why you're so far down on the Vegas odds. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, and all of a sudden, it's all coming together. I don't know. I think I might switch to the Birmingham team. Oh, God, their emblem's terrible. I don't care. They got Trent, man. Yeah. Oh, you got to make a decision. Here's all I require. And I cause, and obviously, you can do what you want in your life. I need your help, then. You need to give me the roster of the Memphis team and then of the Birmingham team. All right. Team. Well, I can give you the roster of yeah. the teams. I just can't give you the depth chart. I don't care chart. about depth chart. I don't all care right. about depth chart. Well, let me pull them up real quick. All right. hey, as of now, DraftKings doesn't have a thing for AAF. And it might take a couple. I can't imagine them not yeah. allowing you to play fantasy there. I yeah, think Bonnie's out there losing her shit. Oh, and the other thing is, is if you go to CBS Sports, there is a tab for. American so they're a real sport. I guess if, if you want to look at it that way. I mean, oh man, they get paid, and you have to pay to go see it. So I. Why are you shaking your head, Gary? <laughs> No, that's the thing. Like, how hard is it to type? Like, you can't you're, you can't look them up. Like, all you gotta do type in a whatever American Allegiance or hey whatever Kevin the name is. He was probably looking it up just as like AAF. I mean, so, even that brings up the freaking website. It does, Kevin. <laughs> I, I want to bring up a wild scenario here. Okay, you and your wife. You're sitting in the living room. You guys are having a conversation. She asks you, or you ask her a question. She's like, "Man, I don't know." What would you typically say to somebody when you ask them a question and they say, I don't know? Google it. Yeah. Google it. You could Google yeah. everything. That's the great thing about this world. All right. Yeah. So here are your quarterbacks, right? All right. Let's go. I'll go bring the hand first. Your quarterbacks are some guy named Luis Perez. And this is going to be, this is going to be, for me, it's going to be a learning thing because I think you guys know a lot of these guys from college way better than I do. So I'm going to yeah. have to learn a lot of players. Uh, Luis Perez, Keith Price, and Blake Sims. Blake Sims? Blake Sims, Alabama. Yep, went to Alabama. Now, okay. when you go, you got, obviously, in Memphis, you that got... doesn't mean he's starting, but... Met, yeah, Mettenberg, um, Brandon Silver, and Chris Hackenberg are your quarterbacks for the Memphis Express. Running backs, you know Trent Richardson, uh, Luteris Perkins... And Brandon Ross. Ladarius Perkins? Um, yeah, Ladarius Perkins. Okay. From Mississippi State. Uh, you got Brandon Ross from Maryland and Ty Isaac from Michigan. Uh, say no more. I'm, I'm Birmingham. You're Birmingham? You lock it I'm in? Birmingham. Cause I'm you locking got, it in. You, you can change before kickoff, but I just I just feel... No, I'm locked in. If I'm we're going to... We have to stay at these teams. Like, once they kick off, like, that has to be your squad. I've already bought a hat, so I'm in. Yeah, I'm locked here, in. God, Kevin won <laughs> up to me. He got the banner. I got. I about to say I even got the banner. I'm just happy it came in today because I ordered it like a week and a half ago, and it didn't, <laughs> until yesterday it finally came across and said that my order was processed. I'm like, what the fuck's taking so long? And then yeah, I came home today and FedEx because the small Chinese sweatshop where it was being made had a holiday. Basically, and I think FedEx punted the box <laughs> from the truck to my front porch. And the box was like fucked up. Like there's no tomorrow. I'm like. What the hell happened? And I was like, it's not even heavy. It's a hat and a freaking pennant for crazy. How dare you be an Arizona fan in, in Northeast Ohio? I was like, well, who do you want me to root for? It would be cool if Columbus or Akron got a team. That, yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm all in in any um, Ohio City except Cincinnati. 
Why not? Since is it because they have the Bengals? It's because they're too close to the Browns. That's fair. I can like respect, the Brown family. I can respect I don't want that. That, that poo to wear off on them. See, it's gonna. I'm gonna be interested when they do expand, as long as they make it to the expansion. Because like just a little bit of that, the show that Matt's been talking about that I was watching, like they were saying, like they didn't do what the other things did, like the XFL and stuff. They didn't look for the big market places. They but I think that was smart. Football. Football oh, yeah, I, I completely agree. So that's yeah. why you got a, a pro team in Salt Lake City. You got a pro team in Birmingham, you know, Orlando. So, yeah, I mean, you're going to see places like it wouldn't shock me if Nebraska was one of the next new teams to come along somewhere, you know, somewhere out there. And, I mean, Ohio, if you come to Ohio, you're looking at Columbus, Toledo, you would think, because you're going to want to stay away from Cincinnati and Cleveland because they already got a team. You know, sure, you're going to want to go yeah. in the middle. Yeah, so but you're now you've go got somewhere. Miami of Ohio that you're taking players from, um, Cleveland University, Cle- then Cleveland State University, not to mention the kids that don't get drafted from Cincinnati and, and Columbus. Yeah. That's part of the reason why, by the way, I made the switch to Birmingham. Um if you're an Alabama player, you're probably pretty good. And if you don't get drafted, you're going to go play AAF. So, yeah. And they got like Birmingham's got a, they're calling the Sunday game the blackout. They're all black. It looks pretty sweet. Really? The logo isn't the greatest, but, um, but yeah, their scheme look pretty cool. Cause like I said, the Birmingham, what are they? The Birmingham, what? Iron. Birmingham, iron. Iron. Yeah. Oh, I'm all, I'm, yeah, I'm all in. Till, till we get an Ohio team, I'm all in. You locked it in, huh? I'm, I'm, dude, listen, it's better than the Express, okay? It's too much like the Jets. Um, yeah, I thought they have a – even Kim's like, they have such a weak logo. Like, my yeah. wife's totally on board that they could have They even got more merchandise than Arizona. They got a shit ton of merchandise. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I do wish that the Stallions had a little bit better logo. But I'm okay with it. I'll, 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 it'll get better. That's the thing is, I'm actually, I'm pumped up that Salt Lake City got a cool mascot. You know what I mean? Like they're the Stallions. That's yeah. good for them. I, they, I just think they should have had two Z's, like the B's and the Jazz. Like that's what they do here. I know you're laughing, but that's like, that's our <laughs> thing. It would have been hilarious. In I know, but that's what you do. You take it. <laughs> you take. You, there's no B's as B E E S, isn't it? Really, or is it Z? Either way, I don't care. They should have done it. But that being said, here's the thing. Like, I think that as this league progresses, if it makes it to a year two, year three, their gear is going to get cooler. They're going to get better deal merchandising deals. So they're going to have more yeah. things out there. Like, yeah, this league is like cool. I think it's awesome that we have the opportunity to get on at the ground floor. And that's something that we haven't, I've, none of us have been able to do for all these leagues have been around since before any of us were born pretty much. So this is kind of exciting. And like I said, I, I'll say it a million times because until kickoff and then I'll stop. But I just think they've done it the right way. I think they've built it the right way. Getting Bill Polian, good TV deals. Because you've got to be on TV. If you're not on like good time TV, like prime time. <coughs> excuse me. I'm back. Yeah, yeah, but if you're not... I can't see if you're done because your box is frozen on my screen. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, and that's okay. I'm, like, learning as we go here. But we went a lot longer today without any issues, so I think that is a step in the right direction. Yeah, hey, by the way, no no replay in mid-podcast, so good job, Matt. Yeah, see? 
Thanks a lot, Romo. You just jinxed us. <laughs> did you? Romo. Just, did you really just? Did you really just call him Romo? Hey, they did it during the Super Bowl. Well, it wasn't Romo's was the other guy. Did it during the Super Bowl. Jim Nance. Twice. It's like, yeah, he sits there the whole him twice. I'm like, oh my. Even Romo, the first time when he sat there and said the comment about the field goal, he's like, it to him. yeah, you and then he missed it. it. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Welcome to the jungle, gentlemen. No, I, uh, yeah, but like, I think this league is on the right path. I, I hope it sticks around. I hope it's fun this weekend. I think this weekend's going to tell a lot, right? Either I think so. I mean, yeah. and maybe you have to give it a couple weeks because they did only play one preseason game because they are trying to focus on safety and they think preseason's stupid, which I can appreciate. Um, the only thing I would hope for for this league is maybe like at some point and maybe even next year, go to 12 games. I'm not saying you have to go to 16. Go to 12. That shortens my gap. I have to go between NFL without football. and I don't know, though. NFL really starts to pick up after the draft, Matt. Yeah, at least news wise. Yeah, that's yeah news wise, but not action wise. Sure. And like, I want to watch. I'm a, like, give me, give me till what? So the, I think the the championships of this are basically the same week as the draft. If you move Ooh, it four more weeks, then basically you're you have your championship right before you have uh, like rookie training camp and things like that, and then you flow right nicely into the NFL. I'm not saying they're yeah. going to. Ten's good. I'm happy with ten. I will love it the whole time it's here. But I'm just, right, we're all forward thinkers. We're all like, okay, now now that this thing's here because we've been talking the last year, like, oh, it's amazing, and I'll drop this after this, but it's amazing to see what this league has done in a year compared to what the XFL has done in the same amount of time. Sure. Yeah, but you got to think, I mean, you're talking about XFL now or XFL then? No, like now, like current. Well, well I mean, you got to think. They just announced it, what, July? So I mean, <laughs> these guys announced they announced no. almost the same time. No, they've been working alliance the way they were talking. They've been working on this for over a year. XFL just announced it back after their thirty for thirty, Didn't and they it? said they're taking their time. So, which is smart. So I mean, you got to wait till they come out to see because last time they rushed it and it's too much of a gimmick. Like their big thing was they wanted to be violent like football supposed to be, and it just got ridiculous yeah. because like the whole running after the ball for instead of the coin flip. Yeah, that's interesting. But the very first one, the guy gets hurt, blows out his shoulder. He's out for the entire season. Now he doesn't yeah. get paid, you know, because that was all their all their gimmicky stuff. You know, everything was the no fair catch, this and that. The running, you only get paid if you play. And it's like they had the cheerleaders, but it wasn't bad. But then you always had wrestlers there involved in it. So it just – it died down after the first couple of weeks because it just it was too gimmicky and it looked too much like wrestling and you didn't know if you were getting real football or if it was fixed yeah. because wrestling's scripted. So that's why they I think they're doing it smart. They've already got like their teams announced. They're taking it slow. They're working everything out. So I mean, you got to wait to see how it comes next year whenever they come in. It's going to be interesting to see how this league does this year. And then if the XFL comes in at the same time and you have two different leagues going at the same time, how's that going to go? Because you've already got one established, especially if people like it or following it, are they going to lose anybody to the XFL? You know, that's going to be the big determining factor next year. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't know. Maybe you're right, but I could have swore like at least like publicly, this was announced after the XFL. And it just seems like they've come a lot further in a lot shorter time. 
But you uh, may be right. You may be yeah, right. I'm pretty sure they were announced before, but they've been working on it because that, that show, I mean, even said... That no, XFL was, was definitely announced first. I don't know about that. But... I'll I'll bet my, my left nut on that they were first. Very confident in that. Oh, wow. Why's my upload speed down so much? Anyways. Um... Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited about the weekend. We'll see where this is going. The only thing I really had to talk about, guys, was uh, the AD trade and AD not going through all the trades in the NF and the NBA this week. Uh, not anything really huge. I think uh, Gasol going to the Raptors actually helps them quite a bit. Uh, but AD not moving and even Conley not leaving uh, out of Memphis is kind of a dead. Trade at the end of the day, like you had a bunch of little stuff, but nothing significant that I, that jumped out at me. Uh, do you guys Porzingis think trade? If he wasn't hurt, that'd be a lot more impactful this year. Yeah, that would be big next year. I think. Over, yeah, over time, that's going to be a huge pickup for Dallas. Those two young players in Dallas is going to be insane. Oh yeah, it just and then it just shows you the how bad the New York Knicks ownership and everything is. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. I hate that. I fully agree with exactly what you're saying right now. Makes me mad. Porzingis, yeah, I almost forgot about Porzingis. Um, yeah, that's going to be a big deal. Does LeBron, is LeBron going to be able to get anybody in L.A. next year? Because it's starting to really, like, make me worry that he's going to be stuck with this half-ass roster. No, he'll get people next year. It's just hard. Like, the whole reason the AD trade didn't go through was they just wanted too much. And, I mean, you're going to have to give up. Like, I, I can care less about Lonzo Ball or whatever ball is out there playing. But, I mean, they wanted half of the old guys, some of the new guys, and draft picks. And, I mean, you got to have some wiggle room. Because, I mean, they've already got the whole team kind of like when LeBron came back to the Cavs the first time. And even Miami. You go and get a couple big people, and then you have to get fill out with the veteran minimum guys. You know, because, I mean, that's why – Stevenson and uh, Rondo's out there. Because, I mean, you just have to fill those spots. I mean, they're working out for them. But you had to get those cheap guys because you got so such a big uh, cap hit out there. So, I mean, if you give up all the stuff that they wanted, it's just going to hurt the Lakers even more in the longer run. Yeah. it's good. The Pelicans are going to get a, like, crap when they do have to finally get rid of AD. And, I think he's well, going to go to LA. He's done. But he's to the Clippers. season. No, yeah, he's got next year. He's still under contract next year. That was the uh, whole I think thing. He bought out. No, 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 no. Are you sure? Because they said that he said he wasn't resigning after this season. No, he's not. Re- no, he said he's not resigning. The whole idea was they were going to try to give him a supermax after this year, but theoretically, he's still under contract through next year. So but that's why, why Barkley was throwing a whole piss fit of him having a year and a half left and asking for a trade. Well, then why in the heck were they talking about sitting him the rest of the year? That makes no sense. If you got him for a whole year and a half, why would you sit him the rest of the yeah, season? The, listen, everybody, everything that I've heard, Matt, Here. The, the Pelicans are planning on not having him next season. Well, yeah, if they trade him. But I believe uh, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Contract. Um, free agent. 17, 18, 19. Yeah, he's under contract next year. 19 and 20. Mm. He is under contract. Yeah, but he has an opt-out. He I'm can't become an... sure he's got an opt-out. He he can't... Okay, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If he, he can opt-out after next year. 
he can't become a complete unrestricted free agent until technically until 2021 if he doesn't opt out. If he opts out, he can become one after next season. Mm. Maybe, I'm, I mean, like I said, maybe there's I'm There's a lot of national pundits then that are very confusing to me. Well, yeah. I think the NBA contracts confuse me in general. Windows, AD's contract. Hey, why don't you uh, text Eric? He'll let us know. Well, as long as it's not on CBSSports.com. Well, they got a tab, so. Oh, you sure? Well, it's the NBA, so I'm pretty positive. So is the NBA even a sport then? They oh. have been for like a hundred years. No, they don't. Really? Have but it, it, it doesn't. It, that stuff back. I mean, then, if they don't have a tab on CBS Sports app, then I mean, I don't know. <laughs> we are terrible human beings. No, no, we are not. You know what's messed up? Human is I didn't have I didn't have any issues, tech, technically on my end, until Eric came on. <laughs> Mm. What are you trying to say? I'm not saying mm. it. I would never say anything. You're a liar. I'm just saying that the facts are definitely not in his favor. And I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. All right, guys. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm ready to call it a night. Yeah. I'm ready to do. This. I'm looking at my audio stuff here. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah, we've been oh hour and ten minutes. That's a good show. Um, you guys got anything else for me tonight? Mm, no. No? All right. Well, I hate Eric. You hate Eric. I think we've made that <laughs> loud and clear. I'm glad you're uh, back on your computer, Kevin. If you if you want sometime this week or this weekend to test your thing, you said that you uh, might have it fixed, let's give that a try because if that works better for you and it doesn't make you sit and piss, then I'm totally down to do that. All right. Let's just give it a test run. Um, yeah, thanks for the Kevin show today. Golden Shower Tenny. You guys will be hearing from me uh, this weekend on the AF Golden Shower Tenny. I'm going to put that in the opening. I'm putting that in the Don't opening. Don't do that. That's happening. At least for one. <laughs> it depends if the Hot Shots win. If the Hot Shots beat the Stallions this week as the two top teams in the league predicted Kevin, for the championship, I'm, I'm totally going to call him I did this Golden Shower Tenny. It's 100% your fault. You guys, I think we had a great show today. Thank you guys so much for popping in. We will. It was a little weird in the middle, but yeah, it was a good show. Yeah, it got it did get a little awkward. It was just hype, like yeah, it was awkward. I agree with you. I don't want to be a dick. I'm trying to be a better person, and that's hard for me because I'm a dick. Period. By nature. By nature. All right, guys, have a great weekend. I will talk to you guys next week, hopefully. All right. All right, bye, guys. Later, guys.